Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode... I am here with Rosalind Sydney. I will call you Roz for the rest of this interview, if that's yes, all right. Yes, <laughs> please do. <laughs> and Roz is an actor and a director. And I've had the privilege and pleasure of working with Roz on a few occasions. This podcast is all about people and their passions. And I know you're really passionate about what you do, Roz. So my first question is really, what's your earliest memory of appreciating theatre or <laughs> being involved in theatre or thinking, oh, I'd quite like to do that. That's That seems like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been around for a while, definitely, in my family. Okay. Um, my dad was a bit of an Amdram king. Really? Oh, yes. Right, Very, okay. Yeah. He was a bit of a frustrated actor, I'd say. Okay. Um, and, and he used to... So the, the sort of local amateur dramatics, he... He acted, he did some directing, he used to design the poster sometimes. Amazing. Yeah, he was, I mean, possibly a control freak, but it sounds a bit as well as <laughs> very passionate about theatre and drama and, and words, really, and uh-huh. stories. Yeah. Um, which, so all of us, me, my brother, my sister, um, and, and my mum was the same, All mm. everybody's really into stories and okay. books and theatre and, yeah. yeah um, so did you get... Taken along to see your dad perform then? Yes, I, I remember my pictures all over the house of yeah of various plays and my my big brother in the Winslow Boy when he was about twelve and everybody oh everybody still talked about of it because oh yeah it was a big it was a big deal. <laughs> He's mortified to this day. <laughs> and where oh, is that? And where, where so it's in Linlithgow. In so that's Linlithgow. where from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So West so Lothian. Oh, I, the oh, Linlithgow I. players was a big deal yes. in our house. So I mean, that was right, right from the off. You know, mm-hmm. there was no escaping it. It was, it was <laughs> there. Do. Yeah. do you think that's what your dad wanted for you guys? Well, funnily enough, he was quite nervous when I said, "This is what this is mm-hmm. actually what I want to do," and suddenly he was like, "No." Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hang on, oh. proper job, no, no, earning no, money, not playing like yeah. <laughs> real life. Exactly. Uh-huh. What this could be a hobby. Mm-hmm. So he kind of drummed it into me that if I was, you know, if I was going to go and train, mm-hmm. do drama, that I should do some kind of course where I could potentially also teach. So both my mum and dad are um, were teachers. Okay. Uh, or do something else. Yeah. Which, you know, I did take on board. Uh, so the course that I ended up doing at drama school was one which also explored uh, teaching, working mm-hmm. with young people, community theatre, and also a bit of directing, a bit of writing. So it was a very broad-based course. Yeah. And a lot of people who did that also went on to then do a teaching course. And, okay. and most of the people in my year, actually, are, are teachers. Is that right? Yeah, I'm one of is the that, few. And is, the, the, is that not something you then wanted to pursue? Like, were you still wanting to be on the stage? I just, just seemed a bit hard. <laughs> it's much harder, um, I think. I would think to differ, like, what you do, and I've seen what you do, like, wah. Oh, just, really? Oh, no, yeah. I think being a teacher is so much more challenging. Yeah. I mean, I think probably, you know, hopefully very rewarding as well, but mm. yeah, just really challenging. I have to, I've ended up doing a lot of work in schools, and I really love that. But I, I love going in and working with the kids, particularly in primary school, 
um, as soon as I'm in a staff room, I feel slightly, I feel a bit nervous because I'm like, yeah, it just, yeah. I would think it would be hard. Up. I think that's it. Maybe that's yeah. it. I think we put the nail on the head. I would do like going in and like going, hi everybody and having an amazing mm. time and then go bye. And then you leave. Yeah. yeah. I do like that. You don't it's, have the same responsibility. No, no. I think I think you're right when you yeah. say in with the grown ups. <laughs> I I like to be in with the kids. I yeah. feel and I and I feel you know, uh, as a director, as an actor, you're just playing. Mm-hmm. That's really your job to play all the time. And yes, as a director, you've also got to have some responsibility Direct as well. The plane. Yes, you've got to pull it together, <laughs> and got you've got to, to look after. Yeah, you've okay, got to look after nailing, everyone. Like actually, really, <laughs> exactly. We've got to nail this down. Stop messing around. Um, but yeah, you're still really your job is to keep things playful all the mm-hmm. time, um, and you know, and hopefully you don't have to give any, anybody a row, which I, I would never be any good at. And I've got my own children now, and I'm rubbish. <laughs> Rubbish so nice. and discipline. And what was your experience at drama school like? Did you enjoy it? Did you make lifelong friends? I absolutely met my people. Did yeah, you? it was really exciting. Uh-huh. I, and yeah, I, I suddenly was like, oh, these are these are my people. And and I do have a couple of pals from school mm-hmm. um, that I'm still in touch with, but really like two. Yeah. You know, I don't have that gang of pals mm-hmm. from school. Was that um, a performing arts school? Like, was your school into no, performing arts? No, not no. so much actually. No. There wasn't that much opportunity. Um, and I did go to youth theatre and stuff. Yeah. And obviously the fam- there was no getting away from it from my family. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I didn't... I mean, I, I had some lovely friends at school. But yeah, it was weird as soon as I went to Just college. I was like, oh, this is them. Yeah, this is the yeah. folk I've been waiting for. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I feel like... I've, I've, yeah, the friends that I made there are my family, definitely. Yeah. They're just just the best. Um, um, I was quite young when I went to drama school, so my main aim was really to go out clubbing. That was my main <laughs> focus. <laughs> of course. Um, so I, ha- I look back and I think, mm, I think I could have worked a, a little bit harder, maybe just a tiny bit harder when I was to there. Yeah, I don't think it's done me any harm. <laughs> For the list of that you have. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while, though, to realise... You really have to work hard, mm. as well. You know, you're playful, but you yeah. have to really work hard, and you have to, you know, you have to sort of brace yourself for everything that comes with working in the arts in terms of all the rejections yeah, and the, that, you know, picking yourself me, up and I keeping think going. It's just something that you must have need to have like real strength of character to take the knocks, because I'm sure there's just as many knocks as there are. Yes, <laughs> you have to be pretty stubborn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just take it on the chin, I guess. Take like, it it's on the not chin. The right time. Uh-huh. Not a reflection on me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I was quite lucky fairly early on um, when I, uh, one of the first sort of main stage acting jobs I got um, was in a play called Knives and Hens. Mm-hmm. And I was cast, I think I was cast first. So it, three three characters of I young women and two men and it's kind of love triangle okay. you know it's a very complex full-on amazing play but that's at its core it's, yeah. that's kind yeah. of what it is so I was cast first and then that meant that I got to sit in auditions while the guys were ah. auditioned and I'm so glad I did that yeah. at that stage because everybody that came in was excellent mm-hmm. and they were all so different and some of them just smashed it but they weren't right for the part 
Yeah. And so it you made were, me realise. Yeah, watching this going, yeah, yeah they, they made me realise. This, but just, oh, they just weren't quite right. right. And actually, you can come in and, you know, maybe not do as strong as an audition, but you're just better for the part. Right. And it's just, and it really made me understand that quite early on well, that actually true, nice. you yeah. can. You can be the most wonderful, amazing, talented person, but you might not. That still doesn't mean you might. Yeah. You're gonna yeah, get that it's job. About getting it exactly right for that. Yeah, that because point. there's just something. But it might just come down to just something really simple, like, you know, because you've you've got to be put in a group with other people. So mm. you might have to be put in a family group, or yeah, you might. It might be about chemistry between mm. you and somebody else, or all these little things that you can't. Work really no. do anything no, about uh-huh. it's yeah. just, just that little bit of magic of whatever it is Absolutely. yeah and you can't control and that's that. the joy of theatre isn't it is that magic yeah and if you if you can together. get it right yeah. then it really works Absolutely. yeah um so yeah I, I've, I'm really glad that I was in that situation where I was able to sit on the other side of the desk as it were and start to understand that because up until that point you do that thing where you're like well I can play any part mm-hmm. okay I might be too old and <laughs> very different from that and not be you know mm-hmm. and not have a beard but I can get a fake one and I can do that part just as well you know <laughs> and then you're like how long have I got actually yeah, exactly I'm sure I could I'm achieve, achieve that <laughs> yeah there's nothing I can't do oh right maybe uh-huh. they might be a wee bit better than me at that particular job yeah <laughs> and in terms of acting was that something that you were like so I'm leaving drama school and I'm going to act or was it that you were thinking yeah well direct or what was your kind of... Mm. No, I always wanted to act, yeah. really. The directing the directing's kind of happened later and sort of a bit by accident, really. Um, and I've, I've sort of ended up falling into that um, very happily. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, acting was definitely yeah. a thing. And actually, when you first asked me that question about, you know, what can you, what's your first experience yeah. of theatre? I remember... <laughs> This is a slight beamer. I'm probably going to regret telling you this. Yes, <laughs> podcast gold. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember I used to do a thing. This is a tool ready. Oh, no, I'm going to have to tell you now. <laughs> Wait, now, how old was I? It was maybe about seven. Uh-huh. And, yeah, because my, my sister's seven years older than me. Oh, God. Hope she doesn't listen to this. She's like, why did you mention that? Um, so she she was probably about fourteen, and she was okay. in the guides, and I used to get her hat, her guide hat, and I used yes. to wear it in all sorts of different ways, like to the you know mm-hmm. front, the side, squash it, all sorts of things, and I make up a different character yes. for each one and do different voices. I mean, <laughs> and I had this little array of characters that oh I did, and, and I was totally into it. No, it isn't. Oh. Thank goodness, because that. In my mind, it was like really brilliant. I'm sure it was. But I'm sure it. Oh, I'm sure it was absolutely terrible. And but it must have been hilarious because so much. Yeah, hilarious. yeah. Like my mum and dad were always getting me to do it. Can you remember any of the characters? No, no, I'm not doing it. If that's what you're, if that's what you're <laughs> heading with. This. this is where I should start filming the podcast recordings <laughs> as well for YouTube. Oh, already. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, I was always just like wanting to pretend to be yeah. other people and play little mad characters and just make people laugh really that yeah. was uh-huh. <laughs> that was a bit of a focus see if I can make people laugh like family parties and all that like Roz will do something yeah totally she'll do a poem <laughs> she's learnt a poem yeah I'm just always totally up for that yes <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> to date can mm. you pick out some real highlights in terms of your acting mm. career mm. I guess every everything you get involved in is 
highlight there'll be something memorable something to take away from. yeah it's true there there really is i mean the thing that i love about being an actor is just the way you have to walk into a room and you you just have to respond to what's there and what who else is there who's leading it what you know what the text is, mm-hmm. is if there's in if there is a text and yeah just you just have to be ready to just go for it and mm-hmm. try things and 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 be playful and be brave and be you know just be true to the story and the character yeah. knives and hens i just mentioned that was a big moment for me because it was really one of the first proper plays and tours that I did okay. it was like you know the it was a bit of a all right this is a good is job a good yeah, yeah this is a good job when I read the play I was working with I was actually working in schools doing mm-hmm. a project around King, King Lear which was another excellent oh, program cool. this was a tag and mm-hmm. um, who now are sort of part of the citizens um, education team but back then they were sort of separate entity and so I was doing this big project around King Lear and the director, uh, Guy Hollins, gave me knives and hens and said, listen, read, can you read this? Because we're going to be doing it later on and I'd just be interested to see what you think mm-hmm. of it. And, you know, it's quite a famous, by David Harrower, mm-hmm. it's quite a fa- it's become a sort of classic Scottish text. It used to be on the curriculum. Oh, right, okay. Which it was at the time. This is a long time ago now. This is like 2000. 2004 I think they did it and uh, so I think the play at that stage was about 10 years old and um, yeah but I'd never read it Mm -hmm. and I remember sitting on the bus I think I was living in Edinburgh at the time and the school we'd been at was in Broxburn or somewhere like that and I was sat on the bus with a script and I'll just never forget I'd never read anything that had such a connection with Mm -hmm. I was just like whoa I mean, it's just a beautiful piece okay. of writing and the character is just so great. Yeah. She's really unusual, quirky, but really bright and a, a little bit scary. Okay. She's one of those people that she kind of unpredictable and kind of, oh, yeah. and, then, and, and then ultimately she, she sort of, she's quite violent at mm. the end and she's, she's just one of those people you're just like, who is this? They're amazing. She just fascinated you. Oh just, yeah. She was like, that's for me. Oh yeah, I want to that. Uh-huh. and I was like, <clears throat> "This is incredible!" Uh-huh. And it's one of those parts. I, th- I feel like a, a lot of the work I've done, I've hardly, I've not done an awful lot of sort of traditional play. A lot of mm-hmm. the work I do is sort of new work yeah. and um, less kind of like less Shakespeare or you know Ibsen and all that kind of mm. stuff. I haven't done as much of that work. Not that you know, I think all that stuff's incredible, yeah. but it's just the way it's sort of worked out mm. for me. But um, I thought this is one of those parts. This is like you know, oh, I'm I I played Juliet once. I played <laughs> Lady M and all that. I was like, I think this is one yeah. of those parts. And yeah, and I just remember going, oh, I really want to do this. And I was very lucky that I, awesome. I, I know it was a total right time, right place. Yeah. You know, working with the right person Amazing. at the right time. It's just and that's what it comes down then, to. Like, luck. Yeah, so it did a it did a. Uh, Scottish tour mm-hmm. um, and yeah and I just it was just one of those brilliant experiences um, the other actors in it it was um, Sam Hewen and Johnny Kazek brilliant team mm-hmm. you know crew in it and we just had such a good time and it was just such a good 
play yeah. and it was just like oh this so this is what it's like fine. for the first time it was like this is what it's like to be an actor Brilliant. doing something really great that you know you, you can just really get your teeth into playing really brilliant character working with really excellent people and I just feel like I really took a step you know you feel yourself on a big learning yeah, curve really yeah. learning from everybody mm. around you um, <clears throat> and just feeling really lucky Brilliant. that you've sort of lucked out yeah. and got this, not, got this brilliant it's part. It's not just luck though, it's obviously down to talent and <laughs> hard work and yeah, a is, willingness there to, is also to learn as well. You I know? reckon there is a lot of, you know, it. a lot of it is kind of timing mm, as well. It's funny. Um, you know, it's... You know, it's, like on a set mission as such, like I'm going to do this and then I'm going to try that and I, it's just kind of putting yourself out there into yeah, the world I know, and being I've, open to things and yes I've um I've done that thing a few times like I need to I need to start planning more and really thinking and think because some people have a real strategy mm. um Who and these people <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> uh, when, <laughs> often people who are really successful well, I yeah I guess so and you know and they and very it works I think yeah, yeah, yeah. it works which and, I totally admire oh me too because yeah. I'm more of a drift around mm. bumbling from one thing to the next. I hear you, I'm a bit like that. Yeah. Myself, yeah. And I'd be a bit of an imposter a lot of the time, oh. feeling like I'm, oh, what am I doing here? What's this? Yeah, about? but I think I think it's always good to feel a bit like that. It would be worrying <laughs> if you were like, ha ha, of course I should be doing this. <laughs> be like, oh, who's this coming? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know it's funny, it's like no matter how, in fact, work. I remember working on Knives and Hens. See, it's a big learning curve. It's really, like, well, yeah, it was obviously I, a massive. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was. A, it was definitely you. a moment. And um, I remember with Johnny Kazak, who had the nickname Two Job Two Jobs Johnny at that point, because he was just constantly working and all these jobs just <laughs> overlapped. You know, you'd be rehearsing something during the day uh-huh. and then performing something at night or he'd have to have a couple of days off because he was going to film something or blah blah you know he was just like super busy at that time he was really popular and and had done just done masses of of theatre and I remember after the the read through you know where you all sit down and read the play together for the first time Mm. so it's always horrific you always read it for the first time and think okay this is the moment when everybody's sitting at this table going why the hell is she here? <laughs> Whose idea was it to get this numpty? That sounds a horrible. Yeah, you just always yeah. you always feel like that, and uh-huh. I, and but of course you don't realize you think you're the only one that's thinking yeah, that. Everybody's thinking that. Uh huh. And it was and it was Johnny <laughs> that said to me he was like that. Oh, I hate read throughs because you're always just sat there going, "This is when they find out that I'm rubbish." And I was like, "Yes, you think that." Yeah, totally. <laughs> Johnny two jobs. Thinks yeah, that. Johnny two jobs thinks that. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's so nice. Because you and, and now I always think of that when yeah, I read you're through. To, like I guess everybody's world thinking of acting that. Just you're just so vulnerable all the time, mm. and maybe people are not always saying that. Oh like, no, people I've, have got the you know they they put on the uh-huh. they put on the act. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to do that because totally. otherwise everybody would just be in a wreck, cuddling <laughs> each other, rocking, going, "I'm rubbish, I'm rubbish, am I?" <laughs> Nobody, you don't are have you time for that. Time? Yeah, exactly. You don't <laughs> have time. Very productive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in terms of um, your acting career, what kind of opportunities or experiences has it afforded you? Um, a bit of travel? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so one of the other companies that I've worked with um, a bit, not for a while, actually. I just give them a ring. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. 
this maybe it's something like I said, but uh, yeah, no, I've worked uh, quite a bit with Vanishing Point, whose work mm. um, travels a lot, and yeah. they do a lot of international co-productions, and yeah, it's just been great doing some of their shows. Mm. We've yeah, we've been to Italy, South America. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Buenos Aires oh and goodness. Chile and San Diego awesome. and Chile and Moscow and wow. um, else? that was a show called Interiors, which is really just a brilliant show to be involved with. It's it's, it's really special. And um, where else? Where else do we go to with that? Brighton, nice. still nice. Uh-huh. Not maybe to go to Brighton. it's lovely. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it was part of the Brighton Festival, which yeah. was really good fun. And not quite as exciting as, you know, Buenos Aires, which was, oh, it's just so oh great. Oh, my goodness. So, and was yes, it like playing was... to, like, kind of international audiences like that? Like, did, was it, you know, did you feel a different vibe from... Well, yes, definitely. There's a... There's... Italy was really interesting. Mm-hmm. And actually, that show, Interiors, is a co-production with um, a, a theatre company in Naples. Um, so... I, I wasn't in the original cast, I joined the show um, later on, but a lot of the original cast were Italian, or at least based in Italy. Okay. So it had a real Italian flavour to it because okay. it was devised and, you know, it had a lot of th- those performers in it. And it was very, it had quite a lot of sort of visual, it was very visual and it had a lot of sort of visual comedy in it, which... I was always, I never quite, there was some of it that was like, I kind of found it quite funny, but... Mm. It wasn't until it, we went to Italy and they were just found, they just thought it was absolutely okay. hilarious. Some of these moments, and I was like, ah, we get it. Yeah, this is, this is their yeah, humour. It's, is their it's a little bit different, yeah. Um, and then suddenly all these moments really came to life when I was like, oh, now I and get it. And I guess it. when they're responding, you're like, all right, now I can enjoy it. I can yeah, yeah, it. yeah, totally. And you're like, oh, they love this stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, that show is, it's very sort of, accessible and open and mainly very visual which is why mm-hmm. it works really well in different places but the part I was I was the narrator in it so it was a kind of weird gig because I was narrating in English and they have done it in Italian actually before what the, the first um, narrator mm-hmm. who um she's she's a British actress but she uh she learned it in Italian okay she didn't speak Italian oh my goodness I know what so she learned it basically from the cast because they were doing so many shows in Italy the first time they did it they were like we kind of need to do this and so Mm -hmm. she yes she learned it I know must have been yeah she's she's pretty amazing (laughs) um I'm so glad I didn't have to do that but yeah it was a kind of weird gig because I, I was narrating in English and then there were subtitles for wherever we were. Right, okay. So it was that weird thing of, I'm talking here, but actually you could just be reading that. <laughs> I um, could just say whatever I like. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but I know it's also to do with like the tone of, you know, Absolutely. you bring so yes. much to it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you brought, <laughs> brought so much to it. But it was weird. It was like, it was like, this is quite strange because it's like, I know. I mean, there'll be obviously there'll be a number of people in the audience who could speak English, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's that weird thing of just watching everybody like looking up at this the surtitles yeah. and thinking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe if I could just could uh, chuck in a couple of jokes <laughs> and <laughs> recite a couple of like yeah, I don't know, get a bit of songs. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> There must just be so many moments on stage, I would imagine, as an actor, like, that you're just like, this is mental. 
Oh yeah, I love that. It happens all the time. <laughs> what is this all about? I love it. I love that point where you're really serious about things, uh-huh. spe- like ridiculous things, where okay. you're like, right, we have to get this right, and this, this really uh, serious thing. I'm trying to think of an example, and then you go, this is ludicrous. Yeah, this is the most ludicrous thing. After Christmas and getting all the <laughs> the eggs and like, like yeah, totally <laughs> just like out. so much time uh-huh. spent on getting. Like working out little routines yeah. and stuff like that that, and that you have to there, nail. And I'll push that and I'll lift uh-huh. my stand I use my left hand instead of my right hand. Exactly. And obviously, like you know, I'm talking from a choreographic, but like that will nope. be in everything that you do. Oh yeah, exactly. Because it's not just the all words those, on the page and what you're saying. Yeah, it's obviously, yeah. You know, all those things that you have to really practice and nail yeah. and really get down to make it look. Yeah, and you're natural. talking about the tone in which you're saying something as well. There yeah. Must you must agonise over certain things and then just be doing it and going Haha, remember I said this another way or remember when we spent four hours on yeah, this bit or we just missed that bit out <laughs> that always amazes me we just miss a chunk out of something well, and you're like that. I don't think Andy noticed that see that, that like, but you've got the fear panicking. you think it's the end of the world you're uh-huh. like oh, oh, oh. and then you speak to people afterwards in the bar and they're like didn't notice and you're like there see you just showed you <laughs> you just do it with panache I remember with my voice teacher at um RCS or uh-huh. the RCMD just say no if it all goes wrong just pull it off with panache, panache. I know and, and it's true actually you yeah. can kind of get away with murder if oh, you just I, sort of well, charm many, your I've way done through many it. a solo <laughs> in the middle of a routine with other people yes. and then went oh what was that like that was a nightmare wasn't it Look, did you see the statement folk are like oh then we just thought you had a solo yeah. no I did not <laughs> no that no. was an improvisation oh, no, <laughs> but thank you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> thank you very much I know <laughs> Is there any kind of standout moments for you that you're like, oh, that was scary? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, all, all sorts. <laughs> um, let me think. I, I mean, I've been, I think I've been fairly lucky. But yeah, oh, like yes. Even co-stars, like, because I'm, uh-huh, I'm not moment. insinuating oh. that you'd be making mistakes left right oh yes I'm, I'm always I'm al- there was there was a play that I did recently where I there was a speech in it where I never said the same thing twice right. never and I f- and I felt so sorry for our DSM our, our deputy stage manager who was you know had to who had to have cues from mm. what I was saying so okay. there was various sound and light cues throughout the speech and I'm not going to say what the show was because I don't need to know that I was basically just making that up in time. And I, took, I think it's because it was quite, it was, it was a lovely thing, but it was it was very repetitive, like the speech, you know, to have the effect that yes. wanted was very repetitive. Okay. And I was just, I just, I don't think I ever quite got on top of it because it was really hard to learn. And also just in the moment, I would mm. slightly just do my own version. The gist was there. <laughs> Yeah. Like creative license, yeah, totally. And one day I did mention that term, she was like, That, Ah, yeah, yeah. basically, it's just a guessing game for me. It's a total guessing game, yes, exactly. Sorry, (laughs) um, but um, I remember actually in Cat, I was doing a a show in Canada, um, a lovely show uh, called Serrano, which is a version of Serrano de Bergerac, Mm. uh, which was absolutely brilliant. And the lovely actor playing um, Serrano. He so there was there was various fights like sword fights in it and they and there was a, they were fencing at uh-huh. one point and and I was off stage and I was playing Roxanne so my next scene was to come on and and pretend to kind of 
heal, you know, like dab the wounds ah, okay. of Serrano and just check mm. that he was okay and then have this conversation and just sort of look after him. And it was mm. a very tender, sweet scene between them. And 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 then we used to, there was only three of us in the show and part of the sort of fun of the show was we all played lots of different parts. So okay. I, I played Roxanne and Roxanne's maid, but then the guy that was playing the sort of baddie and the, um, and the other kind of hero played about six different parts so he was literally off stage and frantic wow. frantic get changed and back on it was mm. really it was he was amazing actually all that he did anyway when when they were so i wasn't aware that when they were fencing they just had they just messed something up a wee bit with the position they were on stage and he'd just nicked <sighs> he'd nicked the guy that's playing serrano's um face with oh, the end of the fence now you know, it all was all just a bit dodgy because you shouldn't even be able to do that. It just yeah. something had gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it was close to his eye. Jeez, oh. I know it's just yeah, one like, of those well, moments. I can pretend to dab a wound. I'm not sure I can. Well, I came on stage and there was, was just like blood oh, no. all over his face. Oh my goodness! Be- and he wasn't really aware, you know, because it was just one of those tiny little nicks, oh, but it actually but it bled a, a lot. Yeah. 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 And and I was like, no, I know. And when when um, the other guy had come out, I could see him on the other side of the wing, mm. and he was like, sort of signalling to me. He was obviously going, Sometimes. something's just happened. Yeah. And I was thinking, what's he? Why is he waving at me? What an idiot! And then off I went. What he said. And then I was faced with this thing, and it was that weird thing. And it's so funny when you're doing a show because if it was any other situation, I'd be like, stop. <laughs> exactly. But for some reason, uh-huh, when you're in the, and also as an actor, it's that thing of if Andy's going to stop, it's kind of the stage manager yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Unless obviously you know that you've no option or it's yeah. very serious. But yeah, he, it was bleeding quite a bit. So I actually, I actually did for real wow. bleed it and stop, and it did stop as we were doing the scene. See. And of course, and he carried on his wee face, but it was probably really brilliant, like because it was very it real. It was so real. <laughs> and and we sort of added in a few other lines, and I was like, that's. The bleeding stopped. You know, I was like, it's okay. It was basically saying to him, I think it's okay. Are you okay? Wow, it was. I know. Um, and he was kind of like, yep, yep. In fact, and he was. He was fine. He did the rest of the show. Jeez, you're making feeling a bit peely wally after the show. I know. And then after the show, there was, they did like a sort of call out, like, uh-huh. is there a doctor in the house type thing? Jesus. And the and there was, um, I think it might have been a nurse actually, mm. um, there was like a male nurse who had been in the audience and he came backstage and just had a look at it and he was like, you don't need stitches uh-huh. or anything like that. He was like, that just, you know, okay, though, keep clean. Like it, it but it was so close to up. his eye, I know, and it was just one of those. It might have oh. had to stop the show if it lost an eye. Yeah, no, maybe I mean, that was, maybe try. we need to, ca- to carry on yet. Yeah, I could have just bandaged it. You blackened Pudsy bear, yeah, pudsy bear <laughs> eye I know, so that was like that's exciting. But it, what looking back, you're like, God, we just carried on. <laughs> that's mental. Which does seem mental. It is the one, probably one of the very few professions that you just do. You do. Just you do on. kind of just carry ah, on. I know it's okay. kind of mad. And I and and yes, I th- and I think in the audience there was that thing of is that real? Is that? But I think. Because of the way it sort uh-huh. of played out and we carried on, I think people thought that it was just like a really good Aye. moment <laughs> where they'd done a really realistic fight. Okay, where so he'd got making some real moments here for you. I know, real blood. Blood. Real blood. I know. <laughs> what else do you want? Thank guy. <laughs> and earlier on, you'd said um, that your transition into directing was a kind of accident. Mm. So how 
what was that happy accident yeah well <laughs> um i mean i suppose i've i've done things like you know led workshops and things like that which in, in you know in some ways mm. as you know yourself yeah. um similar skills there but the first thing that i properly directed was a one-man show a solo performance that a really close friend of mine james lee mm-hmm. wrote and i just had a bit of, he'd just been sending me the script back and forward and so i'd kind of and i'd be you know we talked about his yeah. script as he was writing it so i was kind of one of the people i think it was a couple of people he was kind of you know getting just getting some input and yeah. you know, we were acting as sounding boards for him mm. and just like reading it and giving him support as he, as he was writing it um and it was just something that yeah i just i just i just really got it i really yeah. got what he was doing mm-hmm. and really um I, I just really loved it i thought it was great and it was it was it was actually very dark a really dark piece about mental health mm-hmm. and but so funny yeah so funny in that very really you know on yeah. the edge yes way. uh-huh and very brave mm. and and yeah and so you know he he kept it and then eventually he he got some money together to, and he wanted to do it at the fringe and it was him he said then he was like i'd really like you to direct oh, it cool and i was like oh right and he was like i just feel like you know you've been on a journey yeah, with it and you really get it and i think you just have a sort of insight into it and i was like yeah That's lovely. actually you know if because I'd had that mm, relationship with yeah, him yeah. and with the the piece, you felt like you really understood yeah, it I was like, actually, yeah, what he was trying to achieve with it, totally, yeah. totally, which I think was important because, yeah. and I guess, I like, think, you know, it was really baby. his thing. Yeah, so hand, it, hand uh, it over to someone who he can trust. Yes, yeah. and and yeah, and I, and at that point, I was like, yeah, I think. You know, if it had been something, if somebody had just approached me and said, oh, would you be interested in directing? And they'd be like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I, <laughs> I would have got the fear, I uh-huh. think, a bit more. But with this, I was like, oh, right. yeah, I think actually I do get this. And I, and as you mm. say, I get where you're really coming from yeah. with this. So I think actually in this instance, I'm probably an yeah, excellent person. choice yes. for this. And also it was, a, it was a solo performance. So the first thing for you to kind of direct you know, you working with an actor, one actor, really helping them make yes. it their own, also felt like an, you know, a, a sort of a step that I could make mm. easily because, you know, I... I you had an actor. Yeah, you know, I was like, I think I can understand yeah. yeah, how to help somebody, mm. you know, make this theirs. And then, and then it was lovely because we met, we auditioned people, so we wanted, because the character was a really young guy, so we ended up... Um, meeting a few people who had like just graduated from the RCS and it meant that I met an actor called Laurie Brown who ended up doing the show and in fact was nominated for best solo performance. Wow. I know, it was amazing. And uh, he's somebody I've worked with loads since then <laughs> and because he is just awesome. Okay. And so that it was one of those moments where it was like, oh, I met him. Yeah. And he was, he'll always be somebody that I want to, he'll, you know what I mean? He's just, yeah. he's always at the top of my list yeah, for anything of that I'm thinking of. I'm like, I want him, I want him. <laughs> he's the best. He's so brilliant. That is so cool. Um, and he was just fantastic in that, in that show. And again, he had a real insight into it. And the, the brilliant thing about him is it's very dark. It could have been really depressing, mm. that show. But what he was able to bring to it straight away was, humor because yeah. he's incredibly funny yeah, yeah and he could find the humor in it mm. which was so essential otherwise yes. it would have been one of those 
right now I just want to go and hide in a hole after Uh seeing that whereas Mm -hmm. you left kind of going oh my it was quite hard hitting but you were also you'd had a really exactly yeah difficult subject totally yeah and there was the real barriers through humor totally yeah. yeah and um and yeah and you'd also had you know it's hard hitting, but you'd also had a good time yeah, as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, which is important. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's what people should do. Yeah, totally. You, yeah. You know? yeah. You should touch somewhere, but yeah, you should come out feeling like you've been entertained. Yeah, you've been you've entertained. Time, it's you've been really a bit important. Of escapism. Yes, you know? exactly. So what does directing do for you that acting doesn't or mm. vice versa? Yeah. What? I think it's just something really... I, I've always been really interested in sort of how yeah how you structure something really Mm -hmm. how how you can how you make a story and um being on the outside of something is just great because it it just kind of allows you to really understand you know not just right I've got this brilliant script or whatever I've got to I've got to learn my lines. I do, I do most of the time learn my lines. It was that one time I didn't know my lines, but most of the time I do. I've got to learn my lines, um, and you know, and I've and I've you know, I've got to get into the character, and I've got to find the truth in the character, and I've got to move here and do that and do that. But when you're directing, you really get to see the whole picture mm-hmm. and how everything inputs on the story. Yeah. Whereas uh, often as an actor, you're you have to be because it's your job, and and to do it right, you've got to be focused on your particular character in your journey but as a director you're able to step out and not only think about that but also yeah just think about the music the yeah. the sound the the lighting the set you know the the, the atmosphere that you yeah and set with everything person, that's nice to be able to yeah totally to yeah and how you can yeah and, and how important all those aspects are in in telling a story and actually how much how rich you can make mm. things when you've got all those things at your disposal and and it's just really joyous as well having a whole team of people yeah to draw on and to get their input and and how then something that you've you've been thinking about and ideas you've had they jump on board and then they take it to a whole nother place yeah and that's really exciting that and is. it's really exciting you know working out you're doing that thing where you're like be trying to be spontaneous where you let people do their thing mm-hmm. but also yeah just then, keeping your eye on yeah, the, 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 the thread that you want to yeah going, totally it. that's the thing we'll take that exactly yeah and that's just really exciting because yeah. it's so nice to to yeah just to have a team and watch them mm. do their thing because you're obviously a people person I mean a lot of the stories you've spoke about today involve mm the joy of working with other people oh yeah definitely you, know, you yeah. can tell that obviously Collab- as collaborating actor, you enjoy yeah, collaborating oh, yeah. but then as a director you still get to do that and with yeah. so many other people exactly you know, set designer yeah. line oh, designer it's you know? an amazing thing to have a little idea and then have a conversation with someone and then they come back and they've created like they've got a set design and you're mm-hmm. like my God, How did you get in my head? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's. Or I just... didn't even know that was in my head. Yeah, but it is. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to articulate yeah. that in that form. But you've done mm. it, and and that is really exciting. And when you you know when you find when you you know when you feel like you've I really love putting teams together mm. as well. Like thinking about who who the right people are, um, is a really exciting part of it as well. 
Because if if you do hit on the right team, then it's just like yeah. gold. Because I guess a lot of like the, a lot of fantastic memories that you'll have of, of being on stage and performing, but also it'll be that you know creative process that'll mm. be in some rehearsal room somewhere mm. where you were all together and you were just making it. And yeah. you, you know you, you sometimes you forget all the things that didn't make like kind of left yeah, in the cutting room yeah, floor. That's true. Yeah. But you're like when you you kind of force yourself to think back. You're like, oh, remember that? Remember we tried that? Remember mm-hmm. this? And like yeah, it's yeah, all those yeah. moments that then lead to this one thing yeah. that then you put out into the world for everybody yeah. else to chew on yeah yeah totally thing. but that's probably where the, all the joy is you know just making and playing like you yeah see. yes it you is know. I mean sometimes you're playing you're you know you've got dynamics and relationships which mm. aren't as um, harmonious yeah that's yeah. happened a couple of times to me not I've been I have been really lucky Hmm. Um, but yeah that's definitely happened a, a, a couple of times where particularly the, the sort of process of getting something together has been very stressful hmm. for lots of different reasons and there's been cl- real clashing personalities because of course I think coming from being an actor I, I'm used to ad- constantly adapting myself yes. so I yeah, I find I've I find that you know I've you know that I'll I'll within the dynamics of a group I'll try and adapt you know adapt myself to kind of hopefully try and suit everybody. That obviously isn't going to work skill, all though, the time. And that's someone who obviously cares about what they do, and it's not all about just me, me, me. It's like somebody who wants to go in and do a good job and, and oh, wants yeah. a great result. Yeah, because your job is to make something the best thing you can mm. for the audience and to get the best out of each member of your team. Yeah. So, you know, you have to find ways to work with them. But yeah, that's, you know, some people have very different approaches and, mm. the, you know, and sometimes there's a lot of ego in, yeah. in the room as well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is, is not like me. I'm definitely, now that I am a mum, I realise that I'm pretty much a mum. <laughs> That's my vibe. I've got the mum vibe going on. That is a very cool vibe, I'll have to say. <laughs> Not for everyone. I've been, I've been privy to that vibe. I have, had people, I have had friends shout, stop. I'm not, you're not my bloody mum. I have had people <laughs> shout that in my face before, so it's not not everybody's down with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's definitely my go-to, my go-to place. But um, but yes. If you can't play I nice, we won't play at all. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> right, boys and girls. Um, yeah, the um, but yeah, I have one of my most favourite shows that I've done. Mm-hmm. The process for it was absolutely horrible, wow. and I remember I was an actor in this mm-hmm. particular uh, show, and I remember just like swearing blind that I would never work with the director ever again. I'm not naming any names. No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. And. Uh, <laughs> And uh, because, of course, I have gone on. I'd like to this podcast with... to, to actually like be allowed to be on yeah. the internet. <laughs> but yeah, um, and that is so funny because uh, it really is one of my most favourite shows. There you go. Uh, and I thought it was an excellent show. Yeah. In the end, but yes, getting there was really, really stressful tough. and really hard, and yeah, just everybody mm. having sort of meltdowns at various points. But yeah, what the end product? And I guess was that's like any sort, great. you know, any um, working environment. You know, we mm. think this the environment that we work in in the arts is so 
different, but it really isn't because there'll yeah. be call centres and schools oh, and definitely, yeah. dentists surgeries that are just well, the same. <clears throat> yeah, because I have worked in a few call centres and yep. a few bars, right. and of course, as you do when you're an actor starting out, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, it's all dependent on the people and who's yeah. there. Because some t- I remember uh, one of th- one of the bar jobs I did was just an absolute joy. It was just such fun because mm-hmm. it was just such a brilliant bunch and we had such a good time and and you know and we did a really good job and yeah. we really took great pride mm-hmm. in our job. And then another place that I worked in oh, in Manchester where it was just miserable and. It was really sort of cliquey and I was bullied a bit by it. Oh, oh it was horrible. Rubbish. Oh, it was rubbish. And um, yeah, and I was like, oh no. And then I worked in a call centre that was an absolute joy as well. Yeah. And then an, and another one which I couldn't get out of fast enough, which was murder. <laughs> and, yeah, and it was all to do with the people. <laughs> That's it. If you had a nice bunch of people, yeah. then and you had a nice team and a nice supervisor, then you were like, oh, this is all right, actually. Yeah, okay, I maybe don't want to do it for the rest yeah. of my life. But... It's Hi. it's decent yeah. and um and there's and you know I can come to work and feel good about it, but yeah um so dependent on the yeah. group dynamic and the people and how everybody works together and and how I much guess you these care. These experiences that you have then shape the characters that you will play and also create because mm. you'll have met walks of life and you know your acting career, but also mm-hmm. in the jobs that you had to do. Yeah, yeah. Or people in your family or whatever. Oh yeah, you just totally. channel them. Or yeah, you see oh absolutely. Maybe there's a character yeah. you're creating a character, and you're like, oh, I can see that. Yeah, person. I remembered playing. So I did a show um, with Vanishing Point as well, mm-hmm. which was another was another one that's a really, I just a huge learn learning curve. Yeah. I just learned so much doing that show. It was brilliant. It was uh, called Subway, and I played loads. Of sort of the um, it was an actor called Sandy Grierson, which was who was in the central character, and I played lots of characters around him. But okay. the the kind of I also played his dad, and oh, really wow. the story was about his relationship with his dad. So the okay. dad was a really important yeah. character, and yeah, and and I remember, and without even sort of realizing I was doing it, and people used to say to me, God, I could just. See the guy I could see him uh-huh. and I got great feedback from wow. that and I, and and I felt like him it was such yeah. a funny thing like <laughs> I was like so kind of disappointed when I saw the production shots because I was like oh it's just me because I kind of <laughs> felt like I'd sort of morphed into this guy I was really into it and um and I was totally channeling my brother-in-law mm-hmm. or my ex-brother-in-law now his dad wow and I didn't kind of realise I was doing it. I was just like, well, this feels right. This thing that I'm doing and this sort of voice that's coming and I'm doing this physical thing and this. And then it wasn't until I was like, oh, God, I was John. <laughs> I was John. who was very fond of. Mm. He was a lovely man. And uh, and just like a pure salt of the earth. Yeah. Glaswegian. <laughs> just a diamond. That's um, awesome. And, and, and I was like, oh, God, I'm... I'm, I'm being John. I didn't even realise I was doing it. But I, that's where that came from. Mm. And I think that's what, why people were like, oh, I could yeah. just, I knew the guy you were. You yeah, because it was yeah. channeling yeah, somebody yeah. real, definitely. That's awesome. Um, which, you know, I thought, I was like, God, I'm just, this is just, I don't know what I'm getting. All right, I'm basically I'm slightly being John. Yeah, I'm just sort of <laughs> kind of doing sort of a kind of impression of him. That's <laughs> yeah, totally. to be someone else. Yeah, so you pick up all these things mm. without, I think, without even really realising that you're <laughs> absorbing 
um, all these people um, and these experiences definitely yeah. it all gets absorbed and you use you really make use of all of that stuff I think totally. yeah. and you mentioned being a mum Mm. and mentions obviously when you were younger and your dad's been involved in um, Amdram mm. <laughs> would you like your children to be thespians <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes in terms of I, I really feel like the people that I have in my life are really great people Yeah. you know really people who are warm who yeah, just interested in in other people yeah. and how they tick and and you know they're generally extremely caring and warm and and outgoing. Um. So yeah, the thought of the kid, you know, my kids being, being surrounded time. with those people, yeah. I feel like the community. I feel so lucky to be part of the sort of you know the Scottish theatre community, which is just it's just great people. Yeah. They just care. They care. Yeah. About the world around them, they care about people, and they and they've got your back. So the, yes, the thought of yeah, well, the kids going to school, yeah, kids. exactly, that makes me happy. Yeah, you know the insecurity, the job insecurity, all that stuff. Mm. It, it does, it it does make you quite insecure and quite mm. highly strung. Financially, it's it can be difficult. <sighs> For me personally, that's outweighed by uh, yeah, just how much you can, you know, if you are lucky and you're working, you know, how how much you can get out of it. But yeah, I know it's funny because part of me is like, oh, I kind of hope they end up with, you know, in advert. But I mean, most even proper jobs now can be just as insecure. This is it. This is the thing. And I know. If so if they're happy, that you love that's and be all. Yeah. And, round, you know. and certainly, I mean, they're still very young. The kids. Mm. So Sam's four. Ezra's. Uh, just over one, he's 14 months now. Um, the, uh, I mean, S- Sam's, I mean, he's, he's there, you know, he's mm-hmm. a natural storyteller. He's, okay. obs- he's black, you know, I mean, they're all, a lot of them are like that at this age, aren't they? They're just like full of the stories. Yes. But he's, yeah, he's really, he's just really into Do you, do you together? Is that, do you do storytelling in the, he, at home then? Well, yeah, he's always been really into books. Yeah. Him, the older one, much more than the, the wee bit. So right from when he was really tiny, he, he would sit on your knee like really uh-huh. early and you would read a book and he could read him. He'd, he'd, yeah, he'd be just, into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ezra, the younger one's not like that at all. He's like, shut up, get out of the way. I'm, tra- I'm doing something. <laughs> so waving that book in front of my face. <laughs> so uh, I think, yeah, Sam's definitely always just been like stories stories words stories Mm. just like you know everything yeah no i'm the same so yeah he was all he's just always been like that Um, you've probably got a dancer in there then yeah well actually yeah he's much more into music yeah um i mean sam is too but uh, yeah that seems to be ezra's thing Mm. he's he just he does want to move and he's just one of those wee kids that you see i'm so pleased actually because you always see those images of wee kids as soon as there's a beat they just go for it he he's been like that from a really early age so he might be a dancer (laughs) yeah i know um yeah we'll see i mean who knows but uh, yeah as long as they're happy that's all you can hope for in tips. Absolutely. And, uh, and what's next for you? What are you working on just now? Or what are you looking forward to? Yes, yeah, so next week I start rehearsals for um, a new adaptation. 
uh, by Johnny McKnight, who's most brilliant playwright and performer and director. Yeah. So this is he's written an adaptation of a Dario Fo play, which is like a play from the seventies, which was a political satire called "Can't Pay, Won't Pay," mm-hmm. and. Johnny's version is called Though Pay, Don't Pay. And it's just a big, mad comedy set in Glasgow now. Got It's got the Glasgow patter. Brilliant. Brilliant characters. And it's a big, mad farce. And But it's also very political. It's about cool. women who basically stand up, who work in a supermarket and stand up one day and say, you're not paying us enough. Mm-hmm. We're on these um, contracts. And you know what? We can't really afford... Mm-hmm to feed our families so we're just gonna take what we need so they kind of have a revolutionary moment and they start sort of just taking and stuffing food up their jumpers and stuff and walking out the supermarket so that's kind of where the the story begins so it's about these people kind of standing up and going you know what no more yeah um and uh and about their partners and of course along the way there's just a big mad farce where they're trying to hide what they're doing and yeah, so it's great. There's just really brilliant characters. It's very warm. It's very Glaswegian. Mm. Um, it's really nice. It's really good fun. There's a lovely cast. Um, and it's very female-led, which is really nice. Mm. So Johnny's really keen on writing really strong female characters. And yeah, the, the females in this really take the lead. So mm. that's really nice. That's cool. Um, and it's and it's a nice job because it's opening at the Tron mm-hmm. in the main space for May Festival, but then it does a really interesting tour and it's a mixture of community centres and theatre spaces. Brilliant. So Brilliant. it's going right into places like Castle Milk Community yes. Centre and Rock Hill and, and all the sort of wee community centres yeah. um, around Glasgow and then it's doing some other uh, theatre venues as well. So it'll be a real mix. Everyone. Yeah. yeah so it's cool. really bringing it to people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, a real mix of spaces. So it's going to be one of those mad turn up and oh, right, we're in a, some very different space. That <laughs> some places have a stage, some places yes. are just like a sort of gym hall. Got you. And then, of course, there's the Tron, which is quite yeah. a big theatre. Mm. And then the Brunton Theatre it's going to as well, which is a, quite a big space. So it's going to be a real mix mm-hmm. um, for for the That's actors and the crew. Adventure, yeah, I think it will yeah. be a bit of an adventure. And, and I think they'll have a real laugh with it. Yeah. And apparently going into, when you go in and perform in these community venues in Glasgow, they're just up for it. A bit. Really up for it. Yeah. So I think... And there's just a lot of laughs in this show, oh, and it's quite cool. daft. So <laughs> I think they'll just oh, they'll just respond. Yeah, so well I think the they'll really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Rose. I oh really no, it's a pleasure to talk it. to you. So we are now moving on to what I'm now calling the thingy my bob section because <laughs> I can't find another name for it. If you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? The person that came into my head there was Kate Blanchett, oh, which I'm quite I... surprised about because I don't think I've ever thought about that before. See, this is the joy of these. It questions. is the joy. Okay, Fair enough. I'm go with that. I mean, you could think of worse people. Yeah, she's she's and pretty cool. She's pretty awesome. Aye. And I know somebody has been to her house in Sydney, and and yeah, and they've swam in her pool and stuff. Oh and I was goodness. like, that I wouldn't mind a bit of that. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Kate. Out the way, Kate. Subconscious, you were like, "Hey, man, we're doing that." Yeah, where's my pool? Kate That's my big pool. I'll just be Kate Blanchett for a day. I don't mind hanging about with her. I'll just be a. <laughs> Love it. Uh, can you finish this sentence? I have always wanted to. 
seven cake lunches pill. <laughs> I have always wanted to. I don't know. I mean, it could be something very. I mean, it doesn't need to be like swimming with sharks or anything. The thing that came into my head is so funny you should never edit yourself. Is I've always wanted to travel. Nice. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, so I mean you've done plenty, but you can still mm. do more. There's always yeah, yeah, time yeah. for more travelling. I love it. Yeah, cool. What's the first thing you notice about someone when you first meet them? Eyes. Really? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> Windows to the soul. And yes, all that. totally. <laughs> what makes you laugh? Hmm. Or who? Could be a who or a what. Oh. I think uh, probably people who don't realise they're funny. A lot of things make me laugh, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. I have to I, rein in I the laugh. Of you, I think of you smiling and laughing. Yeah, I do a lot of laughing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the thing that particularly makes me laugh is when people are really earnest and serious and saying something a bit ridiculous. And I find that really funny because they just... <laughs> It's probably because I do it all the time. I have like, no idea <laughs> what I'm saying is ludicrous. <laughs> I like that. What's the best thing about living in Glasgow? <gasps> well, there's lots of things mm-hmm. about living in Glasgow that's great. Green spaces. Mm. And people. That's two things, sorry. That's okay, you can have two. Is it people who make Glasgow, isn't it? It's is people who make Glasgow. Where do you not mind waiting? hairdressers quite often my hairdresser's a bit late okay she's very busy and I really like sitting in there and reading a magazine and they give you a cup of tea nice I that never read time. I never read a sort of girly magazine yeah. normally and I'm like oh yes he's one of them <laughs> usually it's from like four months ago yeah like exactly last year. You're yeah like, yeah oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. oh, no, not. I was like <laughs> yeah this is That's from changed. last year yeah 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 <laughs> love it and lastly this question I ask everyone, what is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love lots of Scottish words and phrases. <laughs> I love baffies. What's that? That's your slippers. What? Uh-huh. No. Get your baffies on. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I think that's quite East Coast. I think that's quite East Coast. I love it when somebody my, gives me a new one. Oh, yeah, because yes. my granny used to say baffies and mm-hmm. she's... Uh, just she your, was slippers. your slippers. Your slippers. Yeah, just okay. your slippers. She was from Fife. Right. So I think that that's maybe quite an East Coast one. Um, Oh, there's so many. I mean, Bahuki has got to be one of the best. Oh, God, there's so many. um, My husband's Australian and uh, he's adopted (laughs) a lot of the Scots turn phrases and words. He loves he loves them. Which Um, in the Australian accent must just yeah exactly pretty cool yeah. goes for it <laughs> there's also some that I don't know if like maybe my because my mum's quite she quite often makes some words up nice and she uses a lot of she's she still uses a lot of Scots words uh-huh. and sometimes I'm like is that an actual Scots word or is that just one that she's made up mumism yeah totally <laughs> anyway yeah Baffies I think is my yeah, ultimate favourite that's a new one see you're putting these into the dictionary mm-hmm. now of my Braun the Brave collection <laughs> And on that note, I will thank you so much for doing this. Thank you very much, Rose. Oh no, pleasure, thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braun the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye.
for now. 